Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, everybody. The show within the show. We pull back the curtain. The Permission Granted Podcast is about the DA show. And so this podcast can be heard on the DA show podcast feed if you'd like to Listen to the show in podcast form or have a one catch-all place. You got it. Also, it's available on its own podcast feed. So search The DA Show on your favorite podcast platform or Permission Granted Podcast and you'll find it. Subscribe, rate, and review. That'll help other people find it as well. Mraz joins me now and what a week this has been. We knew that Pete the Body was going to be out on Monday because that is Royal Rumble Day. That's the morning after the Royal Rumble. Monday of Super Bowl week is always one of Pete's annual days off. <laughs> I have to say, Mraz, if we ever have new management, that might get nipped in the bud. I don't, I don't know how, how much they'd smile on that being the reason that, that somebody takes off, especially Super Bowl week specifically. Yeah, so I agree with you. So I, I always walk a fine line with this because I am a firm believer as a man of the people that, hey, your days off, your days off, when you plan on taking them, what's important to you. Man you of the people. Them. I do think that, you know, nobody should dictate to you when you need your days off. However, not that we're not allowed, but there is certainly an unwritten rule, if you will, that unless you really are away on some kind of trip, you've taken your college football trips, I've taken my NFL trips or weddings or whatnot. Fridays and Mondays during football season are specifically in sports radio, the do not take offs. You know, they can't make you not take off, but you don't take off. And then there's Super Bowl week where basically you plan and play. It's the highest revenue week in sports radio, the most advertising is behind it. It's very important. It's very critical to basically the year-long success of the show. I mean, a lot of the guests we have on are relationships that we've built throughout the year that we have guests on to continue relationships. And everything just has to sound right, feel right. There's a lot of extra work that goes into it. And it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of special, but it's a lot of work. But 
with that, everybody should be here at All Hands Be On Deck, and it has become, as we joke about a tradition, like no wonder that Pete is off. So, yeah, maybe that is something management has to look into, but I do want to say... Pete was at least for years conscious about this DA because you and I inevitably would get on an airplane, we'd land, we'd be prepared to do the show Monday, we'd always get some sort of text from Pete about, oh, you know, something happened here and I got to take off for this year. And it got to the point where it got to like the third year in a row and we realized this always happens on this Monday and we know Pete's big wrestling stuff. So we started to finally call him out on it and at least he's finally admitted he takes off because the Royal Rumble is there and there's no need to lie about it anymore. You laugh, but you know I'm right. Well, I just hope for Pete's sake that if for we Pete's ever get sake. new management, <laughs> for Pete's sake. Wow, that's a great Bilotti blog. <laughs> for Pete's sake. That's a great column that he should write at CBSSportsRadio.com and publish himself because apparently that's the way that this thing's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> so... You know, we, we've had the same management at CBS Sports Radio for eight years, and very little has changed. But if that ever did change, I worry. I worry about Pete getting that day off because, I mean, I can't imagine a new boss is like, oh, yeah, cool, Super Bowl week, you could take off because you watched the Royal Rumble last night. I, I just don't think that'll, that'll fly. So this could be the end of an era. 2021 could be the end of an era for Pete. It, it could be, and it, it also should be said, Pete should be very, very thankful that Connor Green was able to come in and step in and, and do the show because, you know, had somebody, and by the way, the reason Connor's available is because, you know, every other full-timer in their role is not taking off, so we get, you know, the top of the line on part-timers, but if Connor was not available to fill in and for, you know, if we ever had another ship scenario like this during Super Bowl week, that really would be the end for Pete. The reason it's not really being looked at is because the show's kind of going off without a hitch. Right. And so this falls into day number two, where we had the Nor'easter of 2021 blow through. Now, this thing has been an absolute monster. It's dropping record amounts of snow still as we speak. I think it might be snowing at my house and dropped record breaking snow in Central Park, the New York State, New York City area up and down the northeast and the mid-Atlantic states. You got 18 inches. I think I got over two feet, maybe two and a half feet of snow. And it's just a monster. And before this even happened, Pete called out on Tuesday's show as well <laughs> because of the storm. Okay. So now Connor got thrust into two days of the biggest week of our year. Now, it's a little bit less intense this year. Because we're not on remote at Radio Row. Usually we have a guest every segment. It is chaotic. It is nuts lining them up and taping things down the line. And Right. You know, not for nothing, but like missing the Monday of Radio Row week is a big headache for us. It's a right. huge headache. Missing two days would have been nearly half the week. But this this week, this year is more civil because we're all doing it yes. as a normal show. We've only got like two guests today, maybe three guests today, and they're all over phone or over Zoom, so it's a much more feasible thing. So it's not the chaos that it normally is. Absolutely. But so Connor has filled in these two days. I mean, the snow is still coming down around here. Are we convinced Pete's going to be back tomorrow, or should we just wait on the bat phone to see if Bilotti's going to decide to come to work tomorrow? Uh, okay, so... 
I, I do think we're just we're opening up an envelope here, and I want to organize these thoughts as properly as possible because it has. Now that we're here, I didn't know this is where we we're going with the PGP, but now that we're here, where'd you think it was gonna go? I, I, I don't know. I didn't here. know that we were gonna hammer Pete, but I'm fine with it because we oh, no, can, we're not we, hammering Pete. We're just explaining what happened because everybody knows that Connor's been in these two days. Right. Okay. So maybe hammering is the wrong word. So in in asking that question about Pete. Well, there's a couple parts to this that I think need to be explained to the audience. First and foremost, you, where you are up in the wilderness, basically you're shoveling out. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're getting dumped on the 24. I just stepped out at the end of Tuesday's show. I looked outside to see what the deal was. My roads, and I live a little further out east on Long Island than Pete does, are completely at least clear. There might be okay, some good. slushy mess, but I will say this. If Pete bags out on Wednesday and cites the snow as a reason... I will tell you, as somebody who also lives on the South Shore of Long Island, that is ridiculous. Now, is that a pain in the neck? Do you have to shovel out? This, that, and the other thing? Yes. But as well as remember, Pete's not owning a home. He lives in an apartment complex where the <laughs> shoveling is done for him. <laughs> so, really, it should not be that difficult to get to work. It appears the Long Island Railroad is going to get up and running. But, 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 Pete is setting an example. Because I have to tell you, just moments ago, as we got lined up to tape this Permission Granted podcast, I spoke to another member of the staff, who I will not reveal their name, as Connor Green, by the way, now is double dipping and helping out on Bill Ryder's show. Because yeah, that's other how guys good he is. can't come in because of the, the weather. I asked this said person about, you know, hey, how's it been dealing with the storm going in? He said, well, my hotel room's not the greatest. Uh, but, you know, frankly, I just had to do it. But his follow-up was, boy, with Pete off, it really goes to show you, what's the penalty in taking off anymore when a storm comes? Because obviously the job wants you to show up. They pay for hotels out of their pocket to get the employees in. They let you stay in a hotel, which is better than the way they were years ago. But Pete has now set an example for other members of the staff for the next snowstorm to say, well, if Pete could just come back Wednesday and there's absolutely nobody telling him he shouldn't take off during a storm, why shouldn't the rest of us? So the floodgates, so to speak, might be opening because Pete has set this example now this week (laughs) of who cares? The company's not going to punish she take off <laughs> right because the storm is supposed to be all hands on deck right exactly and, and when these look, when these rare snow events happen it's supposed to be everybody's got to you know work their ass sure. off to make sure they're here because it's 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 hard and if pete actually takes the time to listen to this i know his response right now da will be well it's easy for these two guys to say they get to work from home and set up all that and i understand all that first of all you and i both do not want to hear that. It's two people who have you've worked in this industry far longer than I have, and I'm sure worked through many a storm, Kansas City, Boston. I have slept on the floor at the studio before on plenty of snowstorms, hurricanes, whatnot. So we have all done that. But Pete's job to engineer the show cannot be done from home. So it, that is unfair to put on us. So I just want to get that out there. It also, as long as we're here, I, Pete texting us about taking off during a storm. Now, our listeners are not aware of this. I have no problem going there. Pete sent a message to D.A. that said, quote, D.A., I'm going to be off Tuesday. You know, the storm's coming. I'll let you know, quote, what went down. (laughs) And I have no problem saying this. Bogish and I were texting after that going, what went down? What went down was a snowstorm's coming. You didn't want to come in, and the the, the employer offered you a hotel room. Like, like what went down signifies, like, you were done wrong in some way, shape, or form, which I'm sure Pete said he probably feels he was done wrong. Nothing went down other than a storm came, the company got everybody hotel rooms, and you didn't want one, and that's what went down. I don't know why he needs to (laughs) go in there. Like, sometimes when Pete takes off, it's like this over-mysterious explanation. That's it. A snowstorm came off, don't apologize. You didn't want to come in and travel in the snow. They offered you a hotel room. You didn't feel comfortable. That's it. There's nothing that went down. He's just <laughs> well, always with this. It drives you nuts. Well, look, Pete texted me on the side. He did, and he explained what happened. And, and I'm not going to, 
you know, make a private text message you know, sure. public. So no, that's something I would do. He, right. He he had he had his reasons, and so it is what it is. I, I'm not here to criticize Pete. I'm not here to say he should no. be working. I'm just here to explain that. You know, people might wonder, well, it's freaking Super Bowl week and you've got Connor in these two days. What happened? You know, it's right. Trash Tuesday. We hear we hear Connor. So the listeners know that Pete's not in. So right. I'm just kind of explaining how this this thing went down. So it leads us to Connor, which has been such a fun subplot. Like it's the best thing ever that Pete took off these two days. Because <laughs> the irony. Because the show has been great. The show has been fine. Connor's run a great board. And Connor staying in a hotel in downtown Manhattan. Like, as you said, blank check with uh, with Brian Bonfrey or whoever the, the kid <laughs> star from Family Ties was or like Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone and just kind of like living the good life in a, in a hotel in Manhattan is perfect. It's just all types of perfect. And it led to great content to the air because Connor admitted that, you know, <laughs> it's, it's really like if you're an eight year old and it's like, hey, you've got the house to yourself and, a, and money. What would you do? Connor ordered a pizza and ate the entire pizza. Like, that's not what adults do. He just was like, hey, I have a pizza. I might as well eat the entire pizza. And did in his hotel room in a hoodie as he watched a bad college basketball game on ESPN2. And then day number two, he tried to order a burger. Good burgers. (laughs) And that burger never came. And so he called up and his trash was this place that... That said, hey, man, just be patient four and a half hours later after the burger never came. <laughs> and then he had to go downstairs to get a burger from the the hotel lobby bar. But, I mean, the stories have been great. Connor's been hysterical. And it gave us this great image of Connor, like, kicking up his feet in a downtown hotel room is, uh, is like Macaulay Culkin. I just only had hoped that Connor had ordered a massage, ordered maybe a couple <laughs> bottles of champagne, and just completely billed it to the company and said, the heck with it. And if you don't bill the company, Bill Pete, he's the one who took off. <laughs> it's just been so awesome. It's been so funny. And, you know, is it funny also that every time you put Connor in front of a microphone, he just, there's something really good. So he's just really good. Like it's always really funny or really smart or really, really quick. Like he didn't know where we were going to go with the pizza story because he no. told you that off air. And then I was like, wait, Connor ate an entire pizza by himself in a hotel. We have to talk about this. Of and when course. he did, it was hysterical. It's like, you know, he didn't even plan on that, but it just ended up being hysterical the way that he retold it. Right, yeah, right. It wasn't as if Connor ordered a whole pizza pie knowing he works on a morning radio show and it was going to be great fodder for the next day. No, he ordered a whole pizza pie and ate it just because he wanted to. It was for his own personal pleasure. <laughs> yeah. And and he wasn't like he got down the line and told me, hey, I ate a whole pizza pie. I had to literally ask him, what'd you do for food during the storm? And that's where it came out. So there wasn't, that's what makes Connor so great. And then on Trash Tuesday, where he comes out and he's telling the story about the burger. Now, I know me. I'd be so annoyed if I if I ordered a burger and it took four and a half hours. But when he drops the line where just out of nowhere, I didn't know whether to file a missing person's report <laughs> or a complaint. That's just that's gold. It's gold. It really is gold. It's awesome. So we had the, per, the, the pipe burst yesterday on the air as well for you. And we talked about that on the air. You know, you've had a couple of incidents this year where you've had to run off mic, and this has not happened to either Bogish or I. I. You had the oopsie running off mic. You had the pipe burst. You had to run off mic. 
Didn't you have something happening in your backyard? Maybe it was the pool guys where you had a runoff mic? No, it was. It was during a break. Uh, somebody, my wife had thought somebody broke into the yard. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it turns out it was like an energy guy getting a reading, but they never told us they were coming, and the dog was back there, and she was worried about a dog attack. It was a whole thing. <laughs> but to answer your question, yes, this has happened <laughs> several times. And I will tell you, I felt really, the oopsies one thing, the Eli urinating on the routers one thing. Oh, yeah, that was another thing. Right, Eli right. urinated on the router, and you had to like get you had to get off mic. You had to push well, him away, and you had to dab up all the all the pee right. off of the of the router. It happened as the show was closing, if you remember, like the music was <laughs> playing, and I yelled, "No!" because uh, I saw him lift his leg. So yes, working from home has been frantic at times. I'm hoping that uh, you know eventually down the line, if this was something we ever had to do, there are still times I could close off an area and just be left alone. Uh, but I did feel really guilty when the pipe burst because I. Danielle's very good about like she listens to the show upstairs if there's something she really really needs me for she will usually wait to hear that we are in break but this was obviously you know chaotic there's water gushing you're still relatively new homeowners she really doesn't know what to do this you know if she was by herself it's one thing she doesn't want you know our child running through the waters stuff like that so I I got kind of angry at her like saying could you just wait you know five minutes and her point was you know wait five more minutes you don't shut that water off our whole bedroom is going to be ruined so it was kind of like one of those weird scenarios where you're working from home and my argument to her back was if i wasn't here if i was in tampa radio or i was working at the studio and and you were here what would you have done couldn't you have played that scenario and i guess in her mind why even go through that scenario there's a pipe burst we need your help now that was kind of her belief well and i was thinking about this we we would have been in tampa this week yep it had there not been a a pandemic, and of course, that's a big what if. But had the normal circumstances, we're on the road this week. What would Danielle have done if she was texting you a pipe burst in the bathroom and you're on Radio Row trying to wrangle like Steve what? Young with us and you've got to text her what to do about your bathroom and your, your entire house flooding? So it's the ultimate what if, right? The, are, the other part of that what if, well, you know what? I guess I'm wrong. Because the other part of the what if I would tell you is if we if it was all well enough in this country to get down to Tampa for Super Bowl, she would likely be at her office. But I guess she wouldn't be because she probably would have been given the okay to work from home because the snowstorm still would have existed. That's a good point. I, I don't know. My guess is I likely would not have answered the phone or answered text during a show on Radio Row. It's just not something I would have done. So my guess is I would have gotten a real real earful after, and she would have probably had to call the plumber who I usually call and Mr. Pipe and, and been walked through it on the air where the, where to shut off the water and all that other stuff. But you're right. It would have just been an ugly scene, and it probably be one of those situations where I would have had to let voicemails just go and, and try to block it out the whole week. Oh, yeah, the old come Mr. Back with, Pipe. We remember right, Mr. Pipe. Right, Mr. Pipe loves the show. I would have come back with a tan, probably, uh, you know, a couple, couple drinks in me, and then said, hey, how'd you handle the pipe burst, and really got an earful. That would have been really bad. Really bad, yeah. <laughs> I guess all things work out, huh, DA? <laughs> it would have been really, really bad. Before we wrap up side A... How about the picture that I texted you guys today, this morning before we went on the air, about a happy young Andrew Bogish. Now, his wonderful wife posted this on Instagram last night, and it is them back in 2000. And so I guess this is, they were in college at the time. And 
Bogish has no beard, full head of hair. He has the biggest grin on his face ever looking at Katie. And you can just uh. tell like why they have such an incredible bond and he loves her and has loved her forever. Like it's an awesome, awesome, awesome photo. But when I looked at it, Katie didn't say this is Andrew. She didn't say this is my husband. She just says something like throwback to 2000 who are such babies. And I'm like, who is that? Is that her brother? Who is? Oh, come on. You didn't and know I'm it was like, Andrew right away? You did? Of course I did. I just, just like him. Well, I've never seen him without a beard. I guess that's true. So he looked so young and so happy that I didn't recognize him. Then I looked and I'm like, oh my God, that's bogish. I've also never seen him that happy. So I'm like, no beard and that happy, that can't be bogish. But he is so happy in this picture. And, and I want to send this picture out this week so that our listeners can see just how happy he was. This is pure joy. He is laughing like he's never laughed before. I, I think... CBS Sports Radio is beating them down. I, I think that we as a show might have beaten them down because can you imagine if you're looking at this picture right now and you should pull up your phone and look at this. I'm going I'm to pull I'm Can you ever imagine right Bogish ever in our lifetime being that happy that we've known him? No. He's no. wearing a Pearl Jam yeah, t-shirt. Pearl Jam shirt. He's freaking <laughs> loving life. I, that, I, I think we've sapped the life out of the poor guy. Well, it, it could be a combination. I think radio can suck the life out of you. He's worked with Pete longer than we have. That obviously <laughs> can suck the life out of you. Uh, look, he's he since had kids and become a homeowner and all that. Those life stresses stress the heck out of you. And I think you're missing one big point here, DA. This is a throwback to 2000. This is a year before we get the Tom Brady dynasty beginning, too. Oh. Tom Brady's run in being a sports fan has sucked the life out of him as That's well. True I think it's, you know, it's one of those diagrams where you kind of take a percentage piece each. But this bogus, we're never getting back to this bogus. There's no way. <laughs> no. no, I don't think we're ever getting back to that bogus. Uh, How could we? He makes, you know what, that picture, you look at him smiling like that, it makes you, it makes you think life's not that bad, you know? That, that's, that's the good stuff right there. He's, he's it is the good stuff. Although I will tell you, it might make you realize life is good. It's never going to be that bad when you're 19 years old. Right. You know, your life is ahead of you. You've met the girl of your dreams. You're you're in college and you're just, you know, you haven't beaten down. And then when you fast forward 20 years later, life takes its toll. You know, you're you're fixing burst pipes and... You're shoveling sidewalks and you're dealing with Pete's days off and you're dealing with getting a break on time and you're paying mortgages. And as, you know, Bogish said, that a third of his basement still unfinished because a boiler blew up. You know, things happen. Things, things happen. Things change and things weather you away. <laughs> they do. They really do. it. You know, the, the joy of youth is something else. So I'm, I'm going to tell the kids out there listening. Hold on to that. Hold on to that joy. Hold on. Hold on to that happiness. When you're 18, 19, 20, 21, and you're striking out on your own, just remember, it'll never be that good again. <laughs> <laughs> when you're Connor Green and eating an entire pie to yourself, just remember, at some point you'll have a wife that says, don't do that, your stomach's going to hurt, or don't do that, if you're going to do that, go to the gym. Or you're going to have uh, you know, screaming kids that, that take the last slice and throw it on the ground. You're going to have a dog that eats that slice and then plows through the, the, the garbage and makes you clean up dirty diapers. Or you're, 
you know, that, that eight slices of pizza can't happen because <laughs> you've got to focus on paying the bills or getting the mortgage done or work on the second job or whatever. You know, but when you're when you're just young and you don't know any better, man, you're just crushing eight slices of pizza and watching the college basketball game on ESPN two that you don't even care about. Uh, yep, not the old frozen pipe burst, that's for sure. It's a totally <laughs> different world. So Connor was supposed to be uh, the guest on side B, uh, guest of honor. However, he has to be pushed to next week because he had to fill in today. Because again, Connor's going to have to pick up everybody's pieces. So, will you have Connor on the next week on side B? Yeah, yeah, I think when the dust settles, let's get even if it's on the phone, let's get Connor up and have a good chat and talk about his week that was. Yeah, I think that's I think that's only fair. Connor's earned a side B, I would say. <laughs> yes, yes. You should say. Okay, well, so that's side A and more homeowners advice with Andrew Bogish coming up on side B. Jokely, jokely, jokely. Welcome into Side B, the PGP. It is Mraz, host of Side B on this Super Bowl virtual radio row week. Andrew the Bogeyman Bogus joins us here. Bogey, hello. How are you? Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, good week, sir. Um, all of that. Right, right back to you and yours, Sean. It's great to hear from you this week. It is great. It is great to hear from us. We just tackled a lot on side A of the PGP that you have not yet heard, Bogus with me and DA. Uh, we'll, we'll leave the Bilotti off stuff here for a second and just get to <laughs> me, and, me and DA wrapped, which was talking about this youthful picture that emerged that your wife had posted online that DA wants to leak to the masses of the DA show. And really, how happy you were in the year 2000 with your soon-to-be wife at the time, youthful. Yeah. DA didn't even know it was you because he didn't recognize you without a beard. I knew it was you. It looked like your baby face and all of that good stuff. We debated, DA kind of went on a little ramble here that our listeners had just heard that are listening now, about what causes, what goes from, you know, basically the youth that you felt then, which is the equivalent of Connor Green with the pizza pie in the hotel, and what gets to now. And I went over a bunch of different things that could lead to you looking the way you look now compared to the way you look then. Uh, But before I reveal what I think, uh, to you, wh- how can you explain the change in how you look and the change in happiness pumping through your veins compared to how you are now? I mean, are you suggesting that right now I'm some kind of ugly curmudgeon? I mean, I, other no. than the, my bald spot and some of my gray, my silver fox hair going on, I feel relatively youthful for almost 41 years old. No, well, let me just say this. I I think that we are very, very happy and laugh together and enjoy each other day to day oh i don't understand your question now here's the answer i was probably under the influence of something in that picture which might explain the 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 giddiness involved there which i'm not on currently i mean that could be the deciding factor between these two pictures sure okay so we didn't we didn't uh rattle off substances as a reason why it's on the i mean it's on the table from that time frame of my life it's on the table so we figured home ownership uh, having kids, worrying about paying real bills, um, yeah, you know, o- other things that can balding, to, yeah, balding, right? The normal like stresses of life. And our point where we bring it up is here we are. What is that? Twenty one years later, that picture, and you realize how weathered away and changed you can be. Even if you still look good, folks, nobody's saying you look old and mis- miserable. But in comparison, like 
that that's a 21 years you look different and the mood is different and everything is different happiness now for you is not what happiness looked in that picture and we just feel like there's a lot of stresses in life that really that picture encompasses all of that and we do wonder if connor green is going to eventually look like you and away from that look now i mean if connor keeps eating eight slices of pizza per night he's gonna look like that far quicker than 20 plus years i mean that that'll be a steep decline for connor um, but I, I really, I'm, I'm taken, taken aback by this. You guys have spooked me here. I got to go back and look in the mirror. I thought between my long hair and my beard and I pretending to work out for the last couple of months, I feel like I'm in a good spot physically from an outs, you know, from an outsider's perspective, but apparently I, I'm, I've completely fallen off the cliff in the last two decades. Look, take this from me who obviously has my own weight issues and everything like that. You are in magnificent shape for 41. The problem is the caveat is for 41. I think you look great for 41. You don't look like you did 20 <laughs> years ago. I, and it's a shame that I don't look like I did 20 years ago, although there's the argument I looked worse 20 years ago because I always looked like I should have been 40, as we mentioned last week on the show. Well, you said that. And you, you've always <laughs> right. You've always should have been 40. I've right. never heard that said of another human, <laughs> and you said it about yourself. <laughs> right, right. And DA looks completely, completely different than he did. We all do, but it's just, I don't know, it's just, a, I guess it's a sad reminder that life changes that picture. And I think it just made us all sad because you were just so damn happy. And DA, again, is going to show this picture to everybody, and it just is something. Now, I am not a happy camper. Obviously, you were took part in this. I still haven't heard live how you guys reacted on the air, but the pipe burst incident on Monday's show where basically I had a flood coming down and everything. And you know this is a homeowner that's been around, and you were mentioning that your boiler bursting and all of this. Uh, let me just ask your guys' reaction when I walked off, because I thought I had typed to the G-Chat what was going on, but I guess you guys hadn't seen it. Uh, basically, your initial instinct was that I must have pooped my pants? No, that was DA. So I don't know what DA has in front of him setup-wise, like what he can see when he's talking, but like I have like our zoom like control center at the top of my screen underneath my camera so if i so i'm looking it makes me look at the camera because if it was any other place i'd be looking at the screen not right. the camera and then i would look like a doof because my head would be tilted to the right or whatever so i have the i have and all of our feeds are right there so the entire time i saw you like miming back and forth with danielle i saw you waving her off I saw you finally take your earphones out and slam them down and leave. So I knew something was going on. I, I guess, however, DA's setup is, he didn't notice right away or all along that you were not there. So I think I finished my update and then he goes, oh, Sean's not there. And I think <laughs> we, did, we, we did stun to a news as well. So right. then he guessed about the bathroom and then, but that was never my, first, like I thought something was, no, I don't know, it was a pipe burst but i figured something was happening in the house the way reading your body language so i ended up feeling really bad about this later on in the day because i kind of had a semi not an argument because i understood where danielle was coming from and my argument was hey i'm live on the air i'm doing a show and da rattle if there's been some some distractions eli urinating on the router uh PSE and Egypt, uh, got energy guy coming through my backyard things have happened this year when working from home but there was i i guess a part of me that felt like if I wasn't here, if I was in Tampa Bay at Radio Row, if I was at the studio, how would you handle the scenario without me here, without disrupting me, was my argument to Danielle. 
And I guess it was the wrong argument to have. Her point was, you are here, and this hmm. is a major, major house situation. We have a flood coming in. I need you to do something. And I guess so. I, I pivot to you as a family man, why you know, wife, kids. Uh, did I make the right decision in walking off camera there? Because I did feel really guilty about that to the show. Yes, you a hundred percent made the right decision. And I typed it to, in the G chat because you kept coming back to the desk and there was one segment left in the show and I said, Sean, we're okay. Like, just go fix this because I know also how bad it can be and you need to address water immediately. Right. So, I, you know, I, you should have gone and never come back, but you kept coming back. And this even happened, not this bad, but a couple of weeks ago, maybe a month ago, after our show, um, I continue to work throughout the morning and early afternoon and my son comes walking up from the basement. He goes, Dad, I hear a buzzing, dripping noise, and I go downstairs, and there's a steady stream of water just dripping right through oh. one of my ceiling tiles on the floor of my, of my, um, of uh, of, uh, of the basement. And I I do what what you did. I went to the main valve, which, by the way, I think you should find. There should be somewhere in your house. There should be a main valve that there literally is. is coming like from the outside of the house that you can turn off that turns everything off. Right, I know where that is, but I knew where the water line was going to the part that burst because that is like a separate it's like I not this isn't like a humble break. I have three bathrooms in my house and that one was like an addition that we found out. So it's so got it a separate a, thing. A separate thing. So I was aware of this because I, you know, I'm only a year and a half into this house. I was shown all this. And where that is is kind of to the right of where my studio setup is in the ceiling. So ironically, like, I, that was so, like, I just registered because I was overshown that because it's different from the other bathrooms in my house. It was a whole thing. But I do know where my main, gotcha. main water valve is. Yes. So anyway, I throw the main water valve off. I run around the house. I open up all the other faucets trying to get all of the water out of the pipes because I'm assuming what happened to you happened to me that a pipe burst and this is just water falling out. And my house, I have like a split ranch, I think it's called. So my house is almost like like a Z shape. Like you come in on the ground floor and you go up four steps and then there's our living room and our kitchen and then five more steps and that's where the bedrooms are. So like... Yeah. My house is like a maze sometimes. We've had leaks before. Like the leak downstairs is coming from like up and to the left. So it's, I'm trying to figure out where this thing is coming from. I put buckets down to try and to stop the dripping water because turning the valves off and the faucets open didn't stop it. So then I called David Marinick, our boss, our boss, and I said, listen, I, I, I have water leaking into my basement. I don't know where it's coming from. Can you get Act to finish the rest of my shift? I had like two more updates to do and he was already like sitting and prepping. So I knew he could do it. And they're like, absolutely fine. So like, I mean, I bailed within five minutes because I, I, I got to fix it. Like, you can't just let that right. sit there. Um, now, it turned out not to be a big deal at all. Um, and it didn't, I just had to use some towels to clean some stuff up. And then I missed an update, came back and finished the last like two or three of the shift. And that was it. But like, yeah, you, sh you did the right thing by bailing and you should have never come back. You should have stayed yeah. and fixed what was going on. See, so the reason I find this interesting, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate in pandemic in that, you know, a lot of us had to transition to working from home. It's it, just a matter of fact, many in the country have returned to whatever offices they had or, you know, they're they're obviously essential workers or, or whatever job you may be. But there are still many that had to transition and whether they're still working from home or they work from home for a long period of time. My philosophy was always when we had this set up from home, hey, I'm not here. Like, pretend I am at the studio that was always it. So when this happens, and I know, you know, there's been minor things that have happened. I, I had this, I, it's just my own common nature. I just had this guiltiness over me that, 
that this was going on during a show, and I, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's why I just wanted to run it by you as a homeowner. It did after everything was cleared, and I had to deal with the shoveling and the McDonald's lady and the floods and everything else that went on with it. I sat back. I'm like, man, I really hated how that unfolded at the end of the show. And I felt really bad about it because basically, you know, like I have to pretend I'm at the studio, and that was a real life event. I just I hated that that had happened, and I felt really really guilty about it. But you're making me feel a little better. You you would have bailed way earlier than me. So, and if you yeah, with your I mean, work ethic like, feels that way, then certainly I'm okay. Well, I mean, listen, our sh- our show is important, our job is important, but, like, real life and other things are more important. And, like, any boss that would have gotten mad in that scenario, like, then is the, p- the problem is on their end, not on right. your end. And, like, even for you particularly, like, you had nothing – you had nothing to do in terms of like deadlines. Now, like for me, like I, there are things I have to be here for. Like if this happened during our show in the morning, I could say, "Hey guys, I, I gotta miss this update." Whatever, even if I didn't feel well, I could be like, "I gotta go to the bat." You know, like I, there's there's maneuverability because there's nothing set in stone that like my update has to happen. But later in the day, the update's gotta happen. Somebody's gotta do it. So like that's why I had to call people and figure things out. But even that scenario, like. I, I, what was I going to do? Like my, my two kids here, my wife is here. Like we're, we're both trying to do it, but, but I thought I was in the middle of like a huge, you know, surge of water ruining the right. bottom of my house. Right. So like, I mean, that's it. like, I, I had to fix that and not read WFA and sports news at noon. Crazy, crazy times. I tell you crazy, crazy times. All right, bogish on that note. Uh, I think we could wrap here. Do you have any commentary at all? Do we do we think Pete is back? Some of you may be listening, and Pete may already be back. Do you think Pete is back on Wednesday? Um, I mean, Pete's back on Wednesday, but here's the problem. There's a tiny, not a lot, but there is another chance of snow. Like, I saw three or four inches Sunday night into Monday. Pete's oh, now boy. burned. Pete's burned his out. Like, he's done this once. Like, now the next time, he better hope that there's nothing ever close to this again this winter. Because he's going to have to come in. Like, he did it. It's fine. I would have had some of the same objections that he did. But now he's got to know that he used his one out card. And the next time there's snow, he's got to be here. Well, I will say he set an example. I have, I'm have. not going to reveal the name. I had somebody tell me, what is the penalty in taking off there in a snowstorm? Pete's already proven it doesn't matter. So Pete is setting, setting an example for people. You think it's a bad example to set? a question i mean it's tough like everybody's situation is different I and agree. um i agree you know we've and, all, and been I, there. And we've I, all a, had to sleep somewhere we don't want to sleep right you know it's it stinks yeah and not. like you know your your job is your job like at some point you, you got to do your job and i get paying your dues and i've done this for in the past it's somebody else's turn like that makes sense too but like sometimes you know your job calls for you to drive in bad weather or get to some place and stay there for 36 hours it sucks but like that's what the job entails. And to their credit, our company was taking care of people in the past, which has been an issue yep. because things weren't as simple as they were this time around. But they definitely were taking care of folks, making it easier this time to stick around if you had to. Very, very fascinating. Another storyline to keep an eye on. All right, Bogus, you can follow you on Twitter. Give the old plug, kid. At Andrew Bogish. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at CBS. Have a great week, everyone. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez 
Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.